and welcome back. Today on the show, we are going to talk about why it is so important to be genuinely, uniquely yourself. Your unique signature, what truly speaks to you, who you really are, is quirky and strange and different as that is, is a good thing for you and your business. People are attracted to other people who are showing up as themselves, right? You're fully yourself with all your strangeness and your quirks. That's what we're going to talk about today. How do we stand out as our truest self? How do we show up in the world? Because that's when people are going to gravitate towards us. That is when we're going to see our business take off. Hi, and welcome to Make Beautiful Things Podcast. Created this podcast so that I can help you step into your God-given purpose, monetize your gifts through an online business, and help you create consistent income and have more impact in your home and in the world. Hi, I'm your host, Kristen. I am a encourager and faith-led entrepreneur that has a heart to encourage and uplift other people in their businesses and at home. If you are ready to grow your business so you'll have more impact in the world and you'll be following the purpose that's been put upon your life, then grab your notebook and pen and let's get going. Okay, let's dive right in. How do we stand out in our business in order to excel? And I love the quote, or actually I love a lot of quotes by Maya Angelou, but I love this one, especially for today. If you are always trying to be normal, you will never know how amazing you can be. Guess what? Neither will the rest of the world. You know, you've probably heard this before, and I've definitely talked to this point. We don't want to be vanilla. Actually, I think two weeks ago, I talked about this, this idea. We don't want to be vanilla. We want to show up and be, uh, you know, praline ice cream with chocolate sprinkles on it, you know, or whatever it is, but we want to take a stand, you know, who are we with all of our uniqueness in all the different areas, our experience, our gifts, you know, who we've shown up in the world to be, are we a mom, a wife, a daughter, a sister, all those things that come together to make us unique, right? And when we show up in that way, when we show up as ourselves, not some persona of ourselves, people connect with us. So what we're looking for here is intersections. All right. And what do I mean by that? It's that, you know, you want to be real. You want to be authentic in your, what you share, you know, with people, whether it's through a podcast, through your product, your service, your, you know, your social media presence. If you do that, we need to have an intersection. And what I'm talking about is where do those unique things about you come together that people will connect with? And an example of this is I was at a conference a handful of years ago and a woman had started an online shop and it was for the most niche down specific thing that literally at first you might think, oh my gosh, how many people would really like this? It was, I'm going to get it wrong, but it was something like people that liked um, like a uh, you know, the king and queen's royalty in that sense, uh, like a monarchy, but it was then like funny sayings about them. But whatever her thing was, is it was two things connected together that she really liked, but it it was something I would never connect with. I would never buy the product, but I'm not her. I don't connect with her because I don't like the same things. And so she ends up doing really well, you know, and actually, you know, making a lot of money and continuing to come out with new products around this really niche down thing. It's because she was obsessed with the things she created, right? In other words, she didn't worry about, oh, are people going to like this? She didn't worry about like, 
Is there a big enough market? She just knew that she couldn't find it. So she became her ideal customer, right? She created product that she wanted in the marketplace that she couldn't find. Well, that's what we're talking about. So instead of trying to align with what other people are doing to match, you know, think, oh, I'm um, I'm really good at this one thing. We try to be so professional that along the way, we lose that sparkle because we are, we've tamed ourselves out of our magic, right? We have made ourselves invisible because we tried to fit in. And I can promise you, I have done this in some ways throughout my whole life. And believe me, there's people that would say, are you kidding me, Kristen? Like you do not fit in always. You you could be louder. You use your hands to talk. You are laughing and meeting new people. Here's the thing about that. That's true. But there's so many other cases where I didn't. I'm one of five kids. I came after three boys. And so, yes, I did have to stand up for myself, but that's the first thing, right? And then my faith-based upbringing, which I'm still, I'm a very faith-oriented person to this day. My faith is important to me, but because of my upbringing, because of my understanding of it at the time, once again, I thought, oh no, if I appear a certain way, I might not seem like as good of a person, right? So once again, I was trying to tame down, tap down my boldness. And also, you know, another example of this happening to me was when I was a preteen and teen, I would just write little poems or maybe little song lyrics. Well, I never showed it to anybody. I never did anything with it. I actually have some of that still. It just got put away. I never was bold enough to show it or do something with it. At the time, I didn't even know why I was doing it. I didn't even think I had an interest in that. You know, I didn't know the words were coming to me because, you know, God was co-creating with me because that was where I was meant to move, right? To use words, whether written or spoken, to encourage people to share the beauty I see in the world. And that's another example. And then when I worked in marketing technology and in the online tech space for off and on 20 years, I worked with a lot of guys. And so while, yes, I stood out, first of all, I was one of, often one of the only women in the room, but, and I didn't have an issue with that, right? I wasn't, I wasn't afraid or like not confident, but I once again tried to fit in instead of trying to stand out as brightly as I really should have been. And then the business that I have with my mom, Ziggity Zoom, that we started back in 2008, we have for a smaller, you know, little tiny, um, you know, hobby, if you will, company, we had over 10 million people come to our website over the years. We were trying to compete in a very small way, right, against these other websites that were in the family fun space and the early learning space. So we thought we were doing a good job by showcasing the brand, the content instead of us, the content creators. Now, remember, this is back in 2008. Now, for years, people have been talking about people follow people. And it's so true. But at the time, we thought that made us look little, like a blogger. And we didn't want to appear like a blogger, right? And so once again, I tried, we tried as a company to 
fit in with all the other companies, even though they were, you know, a hundred times bigger than us, you know, big budgets, hundreds and thousands of employees. And it was just a few of us at most. But once again, the same pattern came about. So while in my social life or in different parts of my life, yes, I was not afraid to be brought bold and strong and quirky. And, you know, people love me for all those things. I found myself so often being, allowing myself to play small, allowing myself to not step out in all of my quirks and my boldness and my uniqueness, right? And anyways, so the reason I bring this up is so many of us, the reason that we're not resonating with as many people as we want, the reason that our business isn't getting maybe the exposure we want. Well, I mean, that could be because we're not doing outreach, right? We're not going and getting in front of people. But the other reason is maybe we're coming off so vanilla, so ordinary, because we're we're trying to look like everyone else, that no one remembers us or our brand. So we have to do a better job of showing up and being okay to embrace our quirks, embrace what it is we love, what we're passionate about. Even Pat Flynn in his podcast, in his book, talks about things that he geeks out on, right? And the thing about that is, is, and he talks about this, the people that will love you the most, that will become your number one friends and fans and people that want to buy the next thing and the next thing that you create it's because they're going to connect with you on so many levels, right? Like they geek out about the same things. They love some of the same things. Maybe they're at the same place in life that you are, right? Whether you're a nomadic traveler, blogging about it, or like me, you are a mom with older kids who is continuing to iterate and step into new things. But I love food and I love cooking and I love being outside and I love and I geek out on Christian living and Christian inspirational and business books, right? Not everybody likes that. And a lot of my friends have no interest. This is the type of thing I'm talking about, right? And so we just have to kind of plant our flag in the sand, right? Who we are, what we stand for, what we're going to show up in the world. You know, I should say how we're going to show up in the world as our boldest selves. And it can be a gentle, bold self, right? When I say boldest, I just mean our most authentic, our most aligned selves, and that we should be unapologetic for who we are, who we were made to be and who we are meant to become. So I want to give you an example of a couple people that I follow and I read their books and I just love them to death that I think are good examples of people that are standing out, that they're showing fully who they are, you know, or the part they want to, to the world with their work, right? Their, their social accounts and their books, their writing, you know, the products they put together. So I'm going to share those with you. And then I'm going to jump into five tips for how you can make sure that you're showing up as your, you know, your most unique, authentic, outlandish self. Okay. So the people that I first want to give you as examples, these are all people that you can check out on Instagram. And they're doing a great job. I mean, these people all have, you know, 100K to hundreds of thousands of followers or more. So the first one is author and entrepreneur and and humanitarian 
And he also calls himself Chief Balloon Inflator, right? Who doesn't love that? I do. So anyways, he's at Bob Goff, but his social account and his books are just, they are woven so lovely with his offerings and quotes by him and the magic that happens in his life. He shares about his wife and, you know, his family and all the whimsy that surrounds him because of who he is. So check him out. I think he's a great example of somebody that's standing out in the right way as fully, fully as themselves. The next one is Jen Hatmaker. I have lots of her books and I follow her on Instagram. And I think it's just at Jen Hatmaker. But she truly is, I mean, the girl, she wears her, you know, her personality, her emotions on her sleeve. She shows the happenings with her children and the food that surrounds her and her relationships and, you know, what she's gone through. She talks about the clothes she wears, right? And the interview she does on her podcast, but she literally is just a big heart out in the world. Check out her profile. Next is two sisters who I both love and they do very different work. One is Emily P. Freeman and she's a writer and I have both, well, she may have more books now, but I have her book, The Next Right Thing and A Million Little Ways. And they're both beautiful. She's a faith-based writer and her words are just lovely. Her sister, Myla Quinn Smith, goes by The Nester. So it's at The Nester. And she's all about, um, I think her email is called Cozy Minimalist. So she shows you how to decorate your home as a minimalist and just warm neutral, very calming and minimal things. It's just, it's beautiful, right? It's curated and it's lovely. She takes you behind the scenes. And then Kathy Heller, right? She has an amazing podcast that's, you know, she's one of the top podcasters and she's at Kathy Heller, I believe, but she, you know, she's clear to speak about her journey and about her family. And she's talked about her relationship and about her faith but she's just such an open heart. She's just so true to herself. And as she grows, as she elevates, she continues to take us on that journey. She shares with us when amazing things happen in her life and how really astonishing and amazing and beautiful it is. Like when she, her parents were divorced when she was young, she lived in an apartment then with her mom. And now, you know, and I think it was last year, she bought her mom a house right? I mean, how good is that? These are the type of people you need to see what they're doing and make sure you're doing something similar. And what do I mean by that? So there's five things you can be thinking about as you're posting to social, as you're sharing with people in your email, as you're connecting with your clients or your prospects, okay? And obviously what industry you're in is going to, it will matter how you match this up. But for so many of us, we are creators in some way, right? We are offering products and services that are going to help transform a life or someone's business. And so I think these really match up for so many of us. So the first thing is, these are things to make sure that you have in place and that you ask yourself and that you make sure, are these things aligned with who I am and how I want to come across to people that feel the most matched up with me, my uniqueness and, you know, the color of ice cream that I'd pick and even how I want the ice cream, right? Do I want it in a bowl or do I want it super styled and organized and and whatnot? So number one is what's your brand style, 
So your brand can just be you, right? Or it can be that you have this brand you're putting out, right? Maybe you have a name. It's not just your name. But what what do I mean by brand style? What's the images, right? The colors you use, the images. What are, is is it a muted palette, a more natural palette? Is it really bright and bold? Do you sprinkle in piece, <laughs> um, pictures of the beach or of, you know, crazy trips you take? You know, what what is it? So it needs to align with what you actually do and who you are and what you're showing to people. But it does have to have some thread. It has to connect so that people, so there's some um, cohesion to it. But make sure it, your colors, make sure the images you, you use, even of yourself, that they tell the story you're trying to tell about who you are, right? And and then the next is, number two, what are the topics and the content that you share or that you're going to be sharing about? Now, this does not mean that you can never share anything else. I've heard different stats, like 80% of your content or 90% of your content should be, you know, you should pick three core, three or four core things that you kind of talk about, right? And you stick to those things, And the other 10 or 20% can be sprinkles, right? Of whatever else you want to share. But what are those things? And make sure they go back to you, right? So let's say you're even a real estate agent, just because that's what came to my mind. You obviously might show houses, right? I mean, that would make sense. And then tips about having a house or selling a house. But how do you stand out doing that? Like, how do I know that I'd rather work with you than this other agent, Will you do that by telling me other things about that maybe you're a mom and, you know, when you bought your house, this is what you looked for. Or tell me things about the houses you sell that other agents aren't putting in there. You know, make your pictures look different. Draw me in. And so that's the kind of thing I'm talking about is it can't just be vanilla because if if you just show me a house like every other realtor or you even use the exact same photos and the exact description from MLS, why do I care? Why am I going to connect with you? Probably not. Number three, is your content, is your brand aligned with your values? And what do I mean by this? Well, for me, one of the things that I'm having to keep coming back to, coming to having to keep coming home to is that faith is an important part of my life. Now, I'm not the furthest person in that, right? But it's important to me and I keep growing in that area. So I need to make sure that all my brands have, you know, at least a connection to or a sprinkle of that in there, because I believe that that is important. That's important to me. And so it needs to be there. Faith and family, and then having the time to actually be available to the people I care about and to grow those relationships. So I need to make sure in my content, in my brand, that I stay aligned to that and that people are clear that that's where I fall because it might not be a match, right? With that client or a possible client that wants to work with me. All right. Number four is you need to sprinkle in your, with your brand, that could be on your website, it could be social, some personal details, things you like, obstacles you've overcome. So I'm definitely not saying you need to be an oversharer. I'm not saying that you have to share everything with someone. What I'm saying is you get to choose what personal things, what exciting things or very mundane things, right? Like 
I love sitting out back of the fire pit. So on occasion, I might have a picture of me sitting out there or in the summer, sometimes I'll just do a really simple, if it's just my, my husband and I eating dinner or the kids don't want to you know, eat dinner or they're off, I'll just do a really simple pull together, you know, little charcuterie board or something in a salad and we'll just go sit out back. Well, I might've captured that. It's just a little moment, but that's something I do. Right. And so you can show as little or as much as you want, but people also love to know what did you overcome? Because if you overcame things and I'm trying to overcome things, I'm going to feel like, hey, we have this in common. We have walked up. We've marched up that same hill. We're still getting to the peak. And then we're going back down the hill into the next challenge. So people need to be able to relate to you. Right. So show relatable things. And when I say all this, I'm not saying it to say to you, try to make this um, so constructed that it feels fake. So my point in bringing these things up isn't, oh, my gosh, you have to do these things. Do what you think makes sense, but just make sure that it's clear who you are and what you're into. Right. And number five is where's the passion? So in your brand, you know, in your content, in your pictures, in your copy, it needs to sound like you, right? What's your voice? But as part of your voice, part of your tone, what are you passionate about? And make sure that's part of what you're working on, right? If you are so passionate about, uh, you know, the environment, well, you need to make that clear, right? On your stuff, like, I, maybe you send beautiful packages to your clients. Well, I'm guessing if the environment's really important to you, you do it in a way you picked products that are still, you know, more friendly, right? For the environment for, you know, they're either biodegradable or you can repurpose them or something. But this is what I'm talking about. Make sure that your passion for things in life match up with what you're doing in your business and how that you're sharing that with your audience, if you will. So, you know, it's much like Bob Goff, one of the, I guess, non, I think it's a nonprofit that he's, uh, that he founded or he heads up is called Love Does. And he may have other ones. I don't remember their names, but they basically start schools. They create schools around the world in third world countries that don't have schools. He's also started programs to get witch doctors to not be harming children, right? He's just done all these things. And so that's what I'm talking about. He, he found a passion. He found something that he could make, have an effect on, that he could have an impact in. And he went and figured it out. So part of him, right? Part of knowing him, part of following him in his work, wanting to work with him has to do with this servant leadership and this heart that he has for doing good in the world, especially in these third world countries. This is what I'm talking about. Don't hide it. And I'm not saying like you need to post every dollar that you put into charity. You know, this isn't a brag contest. This is, I'm talking about authentically, what are you willing to spend your time and your money and your your mouthpiece, right? Put your voice towards and whatever those things are, you need to, that needs to be part of what you're working on. And people should know that because that's how people are going to decide, are you the right person for them, right? Are you their people, you know, and you're theirs. 
So just be open, be vulnerable, be honest, and be strange, right? The stranger you are, but strange because you truly are that person. And when I say strange, I don't mean that means you have to have, you know, a mohawk with 16 colors in your hair and this sort of thing. I'm talking about what you like, the six other people in the room might not like, but one other person's going to like. You know how when you're in a room, maybe you're at an event and there's a group of people, and let's say that you actually get to talk to a good number of them. You're going to find, often, you're going to find at least one that you connect with, right? On something. And you're kind of like, ooh, you're my person, right? Like you, you even might say that. That's what I'm talking about, right? So how do you make sure that you're holding up the signs so that the other people in the room that are, have a lot in common with you can find you? And then they can decide if they want to follow you or connect with you or possibly work with you. So this is why it's so important to stand up and stand out and be uniquely you because it will improve your business and it will grow your relationships and your connections and it will help you build a richer, more meaningful community as well. Thanks again for listening to the show. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love it if you could leave an Apple review and rating because it helps other people find us and grow the show. Also, we would love for you to check out the website, kristenfitch.com. You can find out about my creative detours, workshops, or working with me one-on-one with your beautiful One Thing Mentoring Program. So reach out, connect to me. I'd love to speak with you and see how we can connect.